Hello and welcome back to the Fantasy Playmakers. What's up guys? For today's video, I'm gonna be going through some high risk, high reward running backs. So these are players that have a ton of upside, but also carry a lot of risk with them and may have a decent chance of busting. But if they do hit, I mean, they could potentially be league winners for you. So I'm gonna break down three specific running backs for you guys. But before that, I just wanna say that if you watch this video and you find yourself enjoying the content, please just leave a like and subscribe to the channel. That really helps support me a lot. And also let me know your thoughts down below in the comment section. What do you think about these guys that I'm gonna talk about? Do you agree that they're high risk, high reward? And are you gonna be drafting these players this year? Let's get it started with Saquon Barkley, who has mid first round draft capital. And I think he's a pretty solid example of a high risk, high reward player. He really has true top RB1 potential. He finished as the running back two in his rookie season, and his overall profile is just off the charts. He's a great pure runner and receiver out of the backfield, just a great all-around back, then also just one of the best athletes in all of the NFL. He was in the 97th percentile for 40-yard dash, 99th percentile in speed score, 97th percentile in burst score, and 96th percentile in bench press. So really just top of the charts everywhere. With a full 17 game season, he has a really good shot at totaling over 2000 scrimmage yards again, like he did his rookie season. But I think playing a full season is really the risk with him here. So after he played a full 16 games in 2018, he played in 13 games in 2019. He missed three games with a high ankle sprain, but then was kind of playing injured towards the end of the season. He came back really quickly from that injury. And then in 2020, you guys know the story, only played in one full game. He tore his ACL, MCL, and his meniscus, so a super serious injury. And I've seen some people talking about him being injury prone. I don't want to go like super far and say that he is injury prone, because I mean, these injuries really could happen to anyone, especially at the running back position. It's a very physically demanding spot to play on the offense. But I think I'm more concerned about him trying to play through this injury this season, because we've heard that he may not be 100% going into the season and he's going to be on a carries restriction for potentially the first month of the season. But if I'm a Saquon Barkley owner, I would much rather just have him sit out, you know, maybe through week three and then just step right into a full workload than, you know, try to play through that injury at the beginning of the season. That's just not the news you want to hear about Saquon Barkley, especially considering how poor the Giants offensive line is. I mean, if your first round pick goes down with injury, it is going to be really tough to recover from that. So I just don't really know how I'm feeling about potentially picking a guy who already has an injury. You know, I don't like to go out and draft players who are injured. So I think it's definitely a risky approach. But I mean, if he's healthy by the time the season starts, or he's able to kind of battle through those first couple weeks, and then just put up, you know, healthy starts for the rest of the season, then you're honestly probably getting him a bargain here at like the RB5 or 6 slot. All right, the next guy I'm gonna talk about is Aaron Jones. He currently has early second round draft capital, and basically all of his risk and reward stems from Aaron Rodgers' issue with the Packers. I think earlier this offseason, you know, when this Aaron Rodgers rumors and drama hadn't even started yet, when everyone was super confident Aaron Rodgers was gonna be returning to the Packers, I think Aaron Jones was very undervalued. I had him ranked as my RB5 ahead of Saquon, and then behind C-Mac, Cook, Derrick Henry, and Kamara. But if it turns out that Rodgers will not be returning to the Packers, I just have a feeling he's going to be a little bit overvalued. We know that when Rodgers is on the field, Aaron Jones is a top-tier running back one. 
in back-to-back seasons, we saw him put up great numbers. In 2019, he finished as the RB4 in points per game. And then in 2020, he finished as the RB5. So two very solid back-to-back seasons. He basically has everything you're looking for in a fantasy running back. He combines solid rushing volume with rushing efficiency. He plays a big role in the receiving game. And then he also has a lot of touchdown upside. And I really just don't have a lot of concerns with A.J. Dillon this year, assuming that Aaron Rodgers is back. I think A.J. Dillon's probably going to take some of the carries away from Jones, but he'll more than make up for it in receptions. And receptions are definitely more valuable than carries for fantasy, especially in half-point PPR and PPR scoring. But on the other hand, if Aaron Rodgers does leave, then I am pretty concerned about A.J. Dillon because I think Aaron Jones is going to lose a lot of the positives that made him a clear RB1. I think his rushing volume will likely go up. They're going to have to rely on the run game much more, but his efficiency, receiving work, and touchdown upside will all go down a pretty substantial amount. Like I mentioned, the Packers will probably shift more heavy to the run game, which is definitely going to lower his targets. Defenses won't have to respect the passing attack as much. I mean, when you have Aaron Rodgers back there, that's the main thing you have to focus on. Him and Devontae Adams, I think it really opened a lot of stuff up for Aaron Jones. But if you're going from Aaron Jones to Jordan Love, that is a huge drop-off. And the team will definitely score less points which will obviously lead to less Aaron Jones touchdowns. And so I think this makes Aaron Jones a high risk, high reward pick because it basically leaves his fantasy production completely out of his control. The last running back I'm gonna talk about here is J.K. Dobbins and his risk comes from his touchdown dependency and lack of receiving work. I think Dobbins has the potential to basically be a lesser version of Nick Chubb. I kind of talk about Nick Chubb as a lesser version of Derrick Henry And I think J.K. Dobbins is a lesser version of Nick Chubb. They're both going to be a part of explosive and efficient run offenses, but neither of them are going to be heavily involved in the receiving game. And the issue here with Dobbins is that the Ravens led the NFL in rush attempts last season with 34.7 attempts a game. And, you know, that would seem like a really positive thing for J.K. Dobbins if he's going to be the workhorse back on a team that runs that many times. You know, that seems like it'd be really nice, but I do expect that number to go down this year because the Ravens have gone out and invested in the wide receiver position, drafting Rashad Bateman and signing Sammy Watkins. So I do think they're going to throw more this year and that rush attempts per game will likely drop down at least a little bit. But here's the other thing that's concerning. J.K. Dobbins was basically the clear cut starter for nine games of the season, and he never carried the ball over 15 times a game. So, you know, Nick Chubb averages over 15 carries a game. J.K. Dobbins only reached 15 as his max. So with this kind of workload, Dobbins has to score a high number of touchdowns or else he's kind of just going to be a bust. We've seen running backs in this Ravens offense put up, you know, those big touchdown seasons, very efficient in terms of touchdowns. We saw Mark Ingram do it, but I definitely just think it's kind of scary to rely on them having to put up those numbers. I like the guys who are going to get a lot of yards, receptions, you know, all of that. And touchdowns are just another, you know, kind of small component, another piece of the puzzle. But with J.K. Dobbins, it's basically one of two things. He has his rushing yards and he has his touchdowns. And if the touchdowns aren't there, then his production is definitely not going to be there. And so if Dobbins goes out and puts up like eight touchdowns, I think he's likely a bust. But if he can score around 14, he probably turns into a great value. So that's really where the risk is. He gets slightly unlucky in the touchdown department and you're probably looking at a bust, 
but you know he gets a little bit lucky fortunate he gets a lot of that goal line work then you're looking at a very rewarding player all right so those are the running backs that i think are high risk high reward picks it's saquon barkley Aaron Jones and JK Dobbins. If you guys enjoyed this video, once again, please just leave a like and subscribe to the channel. And also let me know, are you gonna be drafting these guys? You know, are you buying in to that high reward? Or are they just a little bit too risky for you this year? Let me know down below and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Thank you guys for stopping by, watching and listening, and I'll see you tomorrow.